Hello and welcome to my podcast, The Stranger Sessions. I'm Angel the Stranger, your hostess here. And today we're going to be talking about a topic that I love to think about and and I love to overthink it because that's just the way I am and I have a feeling that many of you are the same and we will probably enjoy this episode. I hope so anyway. But I plan to talk about some interesting things today. Uh, obviously by the title you can tell it's about the power of the mind or power of thought or, you know, that. Um, there are a few interesting little notes or like different topics, subtopics I want to talk about regarding this topic. So I hope you guys stick around, have some fun, and enjoy this episode. Alright, so let's get started on the topic. Well, first, actually, this is episode 96, or number 6 of the final 10 episodes. So there is only 4 more episodes after this one left until I'm done. And that is so crazy because that also means that June is so close. Oh my goodness, like, soon it's gonna be summer and I'm so excited for summer. Summer's gonna be amazing. If you don't know why I'm so excited for summer, I do have a post about that on my website. Just, that was a random post, but yeah, I do. About me talking about what I think I'm gonna do this summer. And it's quite exciting if that's something you're interested in reading for some weird reason. But anyway, so, the power of the mind. Okay, so, it's actually scary how much power is in the mind and how much it can control our the outcome of our lives or just who we are in general that's just crazy when you actually think about it so i just brushed up a little bit on some things before i did this episode in order to i don't know just be able to give you guys the best possible overview of like how powerful the mind is um and i i was watching these videos and i was just like it's scary how much power we hold in choosing what we are going to believe in and what we're going to be afraid of and what we're going to um just everything everything we choose and i feel like the more we grow the more we realize things that we thought were just subconscious and things we couldn't control, but then we realize that it's actually not, it's a choice. It's a subconscious choice. Whether we choose to make that choice or not, or we allow that choice to be made by our feelings or whatever, it's, um, it's a very interesting topic that I like to talk about <laughs> because I think it's very important. Uh, if you go online or wherever, you will find... A lot of people who like to talk about the power of the mind and they have it, they see it differently than I feel like a Christian should see it. Sometimes in some areas, like often, I don't know, a lot of power of the mind and, and just like the things you can achieve through meditation and like special yoga and incense. I don't know. I don't know how all that works, but... That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about day-to-day -day thoughts and things you can put into place just because of how powerful our mind is. Um, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I'm very into, well, not very into psychology, but I'm quite interested in it and I do like to research here and there this or that that I'm interested in, um, such as virtual reality, 
and how it it, it uh, corresponds to our minds and our subconscious being. Anyway, I'll talk about that later. Uh, I have talked about it on a post on my blog before as well, but um, I am planning to talk about that today. Um, but it's kind of a broad subject, honestly. I'm not sure where to start. But yeah, people who don't believe in the Lord will find it as almost like a religion, or maybe even a religion. Uh, they will be so obsessed, or like, not obsessed, but just so surrounded by all the ways that you can control your mind and allow yourself to have positive energy and all this interesting stuff that corresponds to the universe and all these things. So it can be really taken to a, a point where it's just like already a religion and it can be dangerous rather than something that you can just put into place uh, daily in order to live life better for God. So if you guys are going to look into this online, it's just a caution. Make sure that your sources are either coming from the correct place or make sure that you know the truth that is in the Bible very well before you step out into a place where you have, you'll have to discern between what is actually truth and what is science or so-called science um, that is actually not true. Um, because as I was watching a TED Talk about this lady, she was talking about the law of attraction. This is basically like this is called the law of attraction and it's like a new thing or something i don't know maybe it's a new thing anyway doesn't matter point being that if you search this there's a lot about it and there was this ted talk and there was this lady talking about how she was empty and she was looking for purpose and she was describing every single feeling i've talked about how you you tried like everything that you could to um fulfill you but nothing nothing worked and so that you just sit waiting for the time that you can um re relieve yourself either by I don't know whatever it is that you do to relieve yourself for me since I was just a teenager when I had this feeling um and I was in a Christian home I just wanted to sleep and I just wanted to be unconscious and I just wanted or I wanted to listen to music because that was my relief um but as for her she was an older woman well, not older, she's just a, an adult, and she was waiting till 5 o'clock so she could drink her wine, you know, and take the edge off. And so, hearing her describe the feeling of emptiness that you have when you do not have a relationship with Christ, word, almost word for word with what I have described us to feel as a, I don't know, just as a, a society was incredibly interesting because she was seeing it from a different point of view than I was, but it was still the same feeling. I was seeing it from the point of view, I, I mean, now I see it from a point of view where it's like, I know that, I know the reason behind the feeling, I know the answer to the feeling, and I know that many, 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 many people will refuse that answer and continually feel this way for the rest of their lives no matter what they think they will find in whatever they find. And for her, I didn't, I gotta say, I didn't listen to the entire TED Talk because I didn't want to hear what she had to say due to the fact that I didn't want to be in danger of hearing something that was untrue and not being able to discern whether it was true or not. 
because I'm not yet very, like, I don't know, sometimes, you know, you feel like you're not firm enough in a place where you want to, you have to combat things. You want to get stronger before you can figure out that out. So for me, I was like, I, I heard what she was coming from and she believed in quantum physics and whatever she was saying, talking about as she began to speak about it as if it was her God and as if it was something that she had finally found to fulfill her and to give her that purpose that she actually needs to have in the Lord rather than those things. Uh, so I didn't listen to the entire TED Talk. I just listened to the first part where she was explaining how she had been empty and she had been longing for purpose and joy and she really didn't want to be alive anymore. Or, wait, what, how did she phrase it? I don't remember. And she had spiraled and she was depressed and she was just in the sad place. All the things I've spoken about before. And she then found this this like the power of the mind kind of thing i kind of wish i finished the ted talk so i could tell you better what she was talking about but that's not the point of this podcast episode like to talk about this woman's ted talk that's not the point (laughs) what i'm trying to say is that she was looking for something and i know what that something was she was desiring from the inside of her something she couldn't explain and she knew there had to be something more in life she said that that was those were her words she knew it she had this feeling inside her there had to be more and obviously there is there's an entire creator who has created this universe there's a messiah there's this amazing story written for us to read and discover new pieces of the puzzle daily and it's something that never gives up on us like the deeper you look the more you learn the harder the harder you push the more you grow the the more amazing things get that's what humans need if you think about it all of our lives or in like in the history of the world you can tell that people they had they needed purpose they needed something to do something to work towards something to motivate them and it's still you can see that like you can see that in people trying to be successful and trying to actually like have a life that helps people out in different countries different just I don't know, you know, whether it's self-success or or just, they just want meaning, you know? They just want, that's what we need as humans. And God has put in place that if you search in the correct place, you will find that. And that is what I've found. That there's nothing more important than really the story that I have been placed into and the the author of it um and at first honestly when I just was a Christian not really having a real relationship with Christ it was all really boring to me I'm just gonna say that it's it was really boring this the Bible wasn't interesting to read going to church was not any fun um being good always seemed to just be inconvenient I don't know But as you grow, you start to find things in the Bible that connect in ways you never imagined them to. And especially as you grow up, you're going to realize you cannot do this life by yourself. So that leads me to the next part that I was going to talk about. This past week, I started struggling with something I could not have um, expected. And honestly, it makes me kind of 
nervous to talk about it, but it's okay. Um, uh, a week ago, I don't want to get into this too much. I just want to say it because this is somehow, somehow relates. Okay. Uh, a week ago, I wasn't feeling that great. I'm just going to try to rush through this so I don't have to focus on it too long. I wasn't feeling very good and I went to bed and I had been struggling with thoughts about my, um, health and stuff. Worrying that I was just going to have a heart attack and die or my lungs were going to collapse, which they will not mind, okay? I'm very healthy and I'm very good to go. But anyway, sorry, it's hard to tell the story because I'm still not quite all the way recovered from this, but... So, that night I had an anxiety attack. And if you don't know what an anxiety attack is, it's not just like, oh my gosh, oh. Like, it's not just the mind. Your body literally goes into a state of panic and you truly believe that something is completely wrong and you believe you are dying. You literally think it's the truth. And um, that's what I thought. And so I went, I, I fell out of bed. I thought I was passing out, but I didn't. I, I was led to my mom's room and she was trying to calm me down. She's like, you're just having a panic attack. You're okay. But it took me an almost like four days to actually believe that I was going to be okay, like nothing was going to happen. And if you look up online, the symptoms of a panic attack or anxiety attack, you will see that it's like um, shallowness of breath, feeling of passing out, um, or that the throat is closing up, heart, palpita heart palpitations, meaning your heart is not beating correctly, um, just feeling of... In impending doom literally it said that just feeling that something is going to happen horrible like that's just what happens scientifically physically this is what your mind is like the chemicals your mind is releasing believing that something bad is just going to happen so I had this panic attack and I so I went through the days trying to calm down Still believing that something bad was going to happen to me. Like, I was just going to stop breathing. And, you know, I was afraid to be alone anywhere because I was afraid if something happened, nobody would be there to, you know, take care of me, take me to the hospital, whatever needed to be done. So I had to continually be with somebody. I could not be alone. Um, and I just had continuous adrenaline running to, through my body, which isn't really hard because that makes you feel very panicky. And you can't just relax. You can't just be like, I'm okay. And, um, the thing is that nothing was wrong with me. I'm, today I'm better already. I'm already pretty much back to normal. Um, but it's hard for me to talk about it. But I need to talk about it because I need, oh, it's part of the podcast episode. <laughs> the reason I'm telling you this is because my body physically is fine. I'm healthy. I'm My body will continue living for who knows how long, Lord willing. But we're not exactly sure what caused the panic attack. A lot of times, like my mom struggled with panic attacks for, I think, 10 years when she was a while back, like 10 years ago. Um, and so she knows all about them. So she was the best coach ever to just help me through it and let me know that everything I was feeling was normal and okay, and that I could just, I could just relax, even though that was incredibly difficult, so I just had to have her continually telling me, it's okay, you can, you can breathe, 
your lungs are healthy, like you're not gonna stop breathing, you're not your heart is good, you're not gonna it's not you're not gonna have a heart attack. That's like asking, are are you afraid you're gonna have a hip replacement? Like that's the odds of it, you know? Like why would you're completely fine, like just relax. So we we figured out that we might have I might have been from something I had been um unusual I had been eating because this can be an allergic reaction to foods. Um, but the point is that even though my body was physically fine, my mind did not believe it. My mind was convinced something, like, my mind was convinced I was about to die. And that is a very scary feeling. It just leaves you in a state of absolute panic. And, yes, calling out to the Lord was something that definitely helped me or kept me going but the panic was still there the anxiety was still there and i had to fight it i had to conquer it um otherwise it would just cripple me basically so this past week has not been an easy week for me but i'm saying this i'm sharing this with you because i want you to know how powerful the mind is Despite the fact that my heart is very healthy, my lungs are very healthy, everything is very good in my body, I'm very healthy. And I have to keep repeating this to myself to calm me down, to let me know that everything is going to be fine. Even if I'm freaking out right now, in a few minutes, I'm still going to be breathing whether I freak out or not. You know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be fine. So you have to reassure your mind with positive thoughts rather than negative ones because depending on what you believe, your mind will believe that it's true. I was watching a video today that said that um, your mind, something your mind cannot do is discern between reality and what is just imagined inside of your mind. And that's something else I wanted to continue on to. But before we switch to that part, I wanted to say that I even felt my body failing me. I felt my lungs closing up, unable to breathe. I felt my heart I felt pains like anxiety pains like that I've never had before like as if my heart was stopping or something like I felt that because my mind believed that it was there that's like that's how strong your mind can be depending on what you believe so as I continued reassuring myself because my mom would reassure me like you're okay you're fine you're completely okay you're gonna be fine. You're gonna live through this. You're, you don't have to worry. You can go to sleep at night and you're gonna keep breathing. Your heart's gonna keep beating. Like, had to continually be reminded of that and had to be continually reminded that the Lord is, you know, my everything, basically. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I just had to reassure myself with all of that and everything. Like, and. Even though, yes, I prayed very hard that I could be relaxed and I could get through this and I had lots of scriptures on my mind I had to repeat to myself. Um, I'm going to tell you the truth and that is that sometimes, most of the time when you are freaking out about something and you're panicking, when you call out to the Lord, you're not going to find immediately immediate relief. You're not just going to immediately feel like everything that you are going through falls away. That's something I feel like we are taught to believe for some reason or imagined to believe. We believe it for some reason that like we'll be um, maybe in pain. Maybe we're going through something really hard or 
just this literally you're just having a panic attack your body won't stop shaking you're having adrenaline you can't breathe you're feeling like you're passing out and you're just afraid that this is it this is the end and I'm not even being dramatic you guys you can look this up this is how it is this is what happens to your body and your mind during an anxiety attack my mom said that every night when she when she was going through this every night she would go to bed and she didn't think she was going to wake up in the morning every single night. And she just had to tell, ask God and be like, please, Lord, protect me tonight, you know, and help me to wake up in the morning. And that's all she could do. She couldn't do anything else. And she believed every night that she wasn't going to wake up. And that just, first of all, that's really hard to hear because she's my mom and I I adore her. And, and knowing that she went through that is just really hard, but... Knowing that she's better is a lot more joyful. <laughs> but, um, what I'm trying to say is that when you're going through something in life, don't expect that when you call out to the Lord, he's going to immediately take away whatever is happening to you. Do expect to be weak in it, but that he will be your strength. A lot of time I would remind myself, I am weak, Lord, right now, and I'm freaking out, but you are my strong, you are my strength, you will be my strength, please fight for me, like, all those, all those scriptures that you desperately need to have in mind, and I felt him speaking to me several times through the passages that I read those days, um, through songs that would just fill my mind, uh, it always kind of puts me in awe of, of all, all of it, when I've know that God is directly speaking to me and that's usually how he speaks to me first of all through the Bible if you guys think the Bible is boring take a second look because a lot of times that's how our answer our prayers are answered and that's how you will hear God speak directly to you um I usually like to go in the Psalms sometimes I'm just like and don't be like all I don't know don't put that don't put God in a box okay don't say if I have if I get this job, Lord, then today's psalm will have an answer, yes or no, in it. Like, don't do that, okay? Just sometimes I'm going through something really hard, or, or for me anyway, and I will be like, Lord, this is just what is happening for me right now. And then I'll go to a psalm, whether it just be random or I pick, a, pick the number of the date and find a, one with a corresponding date, whatever. Just for, just for the, I don't know. I just do that. And I have not been failed, okay? Like, a few, I'm not saying every single time I read it, there's a different message for me. But the Psalms are, first of all, very encouraging. And David is, he just portrays human emotions in such a way that God respects. And that just helps us understand how to cry out to the Lord. And oftentimes, even though every psalm that david wrote was like a prayer to god somehow through his prayer to god we can hear god speaking to us like yeah it's just like weird how much god can speak to you if you search for him and i think it's amazing and i i'm so thankful for it because that's something that could would keep me going through that extreme fear um because what is more fearful what is more what's more scary than thinking you're literally gonna die right now that is what i thought 
I literally thought it was the end. That's just what my brain was per persuaded was happening. I was dying. <laughs> and my body, in turn, responded to that belief. And, um acted like it was. I was literally passing out on the floor, but then I wouldn't pass out because I had way too much adrenaline going through me. I couldn't... Yeah, so that's enough talking about that because I need to take a step away from it already, but um, yeah, that's... Your mind is incredibly powerful, and I think it was really... It was really difficult to go through. I don't believe it wasn't used, though. I'm sure God will use that. I feel like I was strengthened in Him to know that even though I thought I was dying, I had literally had to put everything in his hands and be like, Lord, my life is literally depending on you right now. Like, I don't know what is happening to me. This is a foreign feeling. Um, I'm freaking out. And literally, there's nothing I can do except for trust that you will take care of me. Um, so, yeah, that's... That happened to me. <laughs> and my mind did a lot of crazy things but i'm continually trying to train my mind to not be in that state of paranoia because especially with anxiety that bad things that i do on a daily basis were incredibly difficult like i went to church because i didn't want to get handicapped by anxiety that would just cause me to be in bed all day long so i had to go to church and i had to socialize you know be with people and I, it was hard because my heart would beat so fast and I'd be sitting there feeling like I was hyperventilating, like I can't breathe. And I just had to like try to close my eyes and then just focus on the one thing that I was doing, whether it was singing or, or like just paying attention to my pastor or talking with somebody. It was hard, okay? And, but I had to do it and I feel like that strengthened me as a person just to continually have positive thoughts knowing that it's okay and I'll get through this. I did this so many times in my life. Why is it so hard right now? Um, but yeah, uh, that's that. Also with the anxiety comes the state of paranoia where you feel like anything that is bad is going to happen to you. And it's that impending doom thing that your brain just has you're just so sent your brain is on hypersensitive excuse me it's hypersensitive at that moment and you just think that everything bad is going to happen to you like it was hard for me to drive i was just or not i wasn't driving be driven because i was like people get in car accidents i'm like okay stop how many times have you driven in a car you never been you've never even been in a car accident like so you're going to be fine and just everything like i couldn't watch things that had medical like references in it or anything because I, my mind immediately thought something was happening to me and actually naturally I'm kind of a hypochondriac which means that when you learn about new things or diseases or something you immediately feel like you have all the symptoms and you uh, feel like um, your body will be persuaded that you have this disease even though you're completely fine I've always been kind of one of those not to an extreme at all but it's still in the back of my mind, and I've tried to train myself out of it. Uh, actually, a lot of times, people who go to medical school or, like, those kind of things, they um, they have this issue 
because the, every new disease you learn, you're going to slowly realize you have symptoms because you're human and you're alive. And they start believing that they have all these kind of different diseases and stuff when they're actually completely fine. And so really, it's just the mind and it's crazy how much it can influence our lives and what our body actually feels. I feel like I've already been going for half an hour. Yep, I have. And I haven't even talked about the other things I wanted to talk about. But, um, but yeah, that's, that happened to me and it was crazy. And despite the fact that I think it was an allergic reaction, it still was really based on my mind. Because if I was sleeping, uh, my body was fine. I was had a, at peace. I was relaxed. But then as soon as I woke up, I started shaking again, started having adrenaline, couldn't breathe. My heartbeat felt wrong, and I had to distract myself by watching too much Sniper Wolf. Um, <laughs> I don't usually watch Sniper Wolf, but this time around, I just had to have something distract me. So, her character, yeah, that was interesting. But, um, yeah, that happened, and you're literally persuaded that it's happening to you because of your mind. There's something called a placebo. I'm sure you've heard of it many times before, but it is basically, usually in a medical sense, placebo is, but I think it can be in anything. Placebo is basically when something is given to you in order to calm your mind down because your mind believes that it's going to help you when it's actually just a symbol, not actually a real thing. So, for instance, if you were having extreme pain or whatever, um, somebody could give you a tablet and be like, here, this painkiller will help you. And you drink it and you believe it'll help you. And so you're like, okay, cool. And soon your pain goes away. And you're like, wow, that worked great. But how could you know whether it was actually a painkiller or just a sugar pill, which is a placebo? There have been many tests, I'm sure you can look it up if you want to, on this done where some like group A was given a, a real painkiller and group B was given a sugar pill and both groups were cured. Or there was even a false surgery per, um, done on someone. One person got the real surgery for their knee, it was hurting, whatever, they did their knee. And the second person got a fake surgery where a few incisions were made on the kneecap but no actual surgery was performed and both people said that the pain was gone so as you can see when your mind believes in something enough you will your body your life will follow you know your mind is like the steering wheel and everything else will follow and that can be hard when you are conscious of the things that could happen or things you don't believe, you know. And you don't actually know that all you took was a sugar pill. I mean, when you do actually know, then it's harder to make that pain go away. But I feel like we have a lot more power to control our mindsets, our perspectives, our, our mental health than we actually think we do and I talk about this a lot as for your mental health like number one thing to help your mental health turn to Jesus begin a relationship with him uh, read your Bible daily 
and just pray about the things you were worried and stuff about. But secondly, know is incredibly important to know that being happy is actually a choice you make. Choosing not to stress about something is a choice. Worrying about something is a subconscious choice. You have to be like, no, I'm not going to worry about this. I'm just going to pray about it. I'm going to leave it at that. It's a conscious choice. I had to make a conscious choice in that state of horrible anxiety to remember that I am completely healthy and I'm safe and I'm okay. And after this, I'm going to be just fine. And I'm just going to continue living my life. I'm not going to allow this anxiety to cripple me and take away my life or control my life. And this was the worst anxiety I've ever felt. So if you struggle with anxiety, I gotta say, I don't think yours can be worse than mine. To the point where I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't, I couldn't sit up barely. I thought I was going to just die. Okay, I'm not even being dramatic. I just felt like I could not breathe my, because that's how it is when you have an anxiety attack. It's real. It's not just, I'm not just over dramatizing this, okay? So if that's something you struggle with, know that it's a choice to calm yourself down, to return to what is actual truth. And the truth is that Jesus loves you and he's going to take care of you. And whether you're afraid or not is not going to change how he's going to take care of you, okay? So... You can have a better life trusting in Jesus and not worrying by choosing not to worry and disciplining yourself into not worrying and having positive thoughts. It's an exercise you have to do that is, it takes effort, okay? It's not just something that's going to happen to you. Happy people don't just become happy people. Happy people work hard to be happy. They work hard to remember all the things, all the blessings they have. They work hard to count their blessings, to thank the Lord for their family, their friends, all the blessings they have, all the things, the opportunities they've been given. They choose to be content with the things that the Lord has given them. They choose to believe because the Bible says that the, that God gives them everything that is good for them and good and and everything they need. The, the Bible says he will not withhold any good thing from you, which means that everything you have now is good and everything you don't have is not good. And it's just that simple belief. It's simple. You have to simplify it for your mind to understand and to believe. It is a, it is an exercise. So if you're not a happy person, that's not just because those are the cards that you were given. I'm sorry for that reference. Usually, that's, I'm sorry for that reference, okay? It's not just because that's who you turned out to be, okay? And maybe Yes, you turned out that way, maybe, if you're a sad person or a mad person or a depressed person. That's your state right now, but you can change. The power of the mind is amazing, and turning your eyes on the Lord will change your life because it changed mine. I know that. Um, and choosing to think positive thoughts is not easy, but I want to do it too because I know that this was a training session for me. I don't know. This was crazy and crazy hard. But I got through it and I think I'm better because of it. Um, and now I just want to change more. I just want to focus on training my mind even more to be positive. So that I can be of better use. 
I want to train myself to, well, I can't train myself. I want to ask Jesus to help me train myself to just be like the fruit of the spirit and, and love people. And it's hard because it's so confusing. How do you love people? I don't, I don't know. So weird. Anyway. And I know I just want to get, get better. Okay. I just want to continually grow more. Um, it also, if you look this up, which I encourage you guys do look it up because it will be mind blowing. Uh, but just keep in mind what I was talking about in the first place. But, um, if you look it up, you will see that everything you feed your mind subconsciously affects you. So be careful what you feed your mind when you watch TV, when you read books, when you listen to music. Um, that will come out of you. It's like, it's like a juicer. <laughs> when you put a carrot in, you know, carrot juice is going to come out. When you put an apple into that juicer, apple juice is going to come out. It's the same thing, okay? And I'm not saying this because I think you're not doing it right. Like, I'm saying this because I know that for me, I keep putting things into my juicer and being like, is this fine? Like, garlic? Is this going to taste good? Probably not. So if you start thinking about, what if you're making a juice for God? And you think about the things you're putting in. Let's say, like, a bad song is a piece of garlic. It's going to be gross juice, honestly. And I've had some gross juices, honestly. Anyway, anyway that's a fun, that was a fun, like, picture there. I like that. <laughs> Thanks for that. That was fun. But no, I am saying this because I want to get better. I want to train myself because I know that I feed my mind things that are very empty. Like when you sit on your phone watching reels for way too long like I have been doing because I've been sick. Like that's empty. And actually, a lot of times you see things on there that you probably don't <laughs> need to see and it's actually not good for you to see those things or hear those things. And I know that. So, I don't know. I guess it's a personal choice to decide how to take care of that, but I I don't know how to do that yet. Okay. But um Yeah, so I know personally for me, the juice that I'm currently making is a mishmash of a lot of things. Should refine this recipe. Make it a banana strawberry smoothie. Okay, guys, I'm, just, I'm like, feeling delusional already. I guess I'll just throw this in really quick before I end. The virtual reality. I have two minutes to talk about this. If you guys want to, you can go on my podcast blog thingy. And I wrote about it in one of my posts. I think it was the update one. I don't know. That one. I talked about virtual reality. But the thing is that... I wanted to include this. There was this guy who has been doing virtual reality for like five years and he said that the first time he put it on, he was in awe. Same for me. When I first put virtual reality on, it was amazing. I was in awe. I was kind of, I was just amazed, okay? Because it is amazing what happens to your mind, believes that you are there. And I was looking around, I was at this like beachy sunset place and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm actually here. And it's crazy even though I'm in my living room. It was amazing. If you never tried virtual reality, I feel like, I don't know. It's for some people and some not, but, um, man, I want to talk about this longer, <laughs> but 
he said that he's been searching for that feeling for like five years or something and he didn't get it until he tried on this new super expensive like seven thousand dollar virtual reality goggle thingy what's it called headset headset and um he put it on and he, he tried it and he was like that he had that feeling again because the way this headset worked was that it incorporated the real world into your virtual reality meaning that you could see like the room you were in but then it included things in your room that aren't actually there and so mixing the two reality and virtual reality together through those through that headset and then making the virtual reality very realistic tricked his mind into thinking that the things that were there weren't there the things that weren't there were actually there to the point where when he started to feel them and to touch them even though they were not there he could feel them and that just already seems a little creepy right but i liked that because it just showed how powerful your mind can be if you feed it the correct things and he fed it i'm not saying this virtual reality is correct I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that for him in his situation, because of how the virtual reality headset was designed and how his mind corresponded to that, the things that were not real appeared to be real to his mind to the point where he could feel them with his fingertips when he touched them, even though there was literally nothing there. And that is crazy to me. But then there was this other guy who has all kinds of different headsets that he tries and this one was a mind-reading headset. So he put it on, on the back of his head over here. Don't mind my mom, she's vacuuming in the background. So thankful for you, mom. <laughs> I am, though. I'm serious. But, I mean, why does she always choose to vacuum on the moments where I'm recording my podcast? It's like either my mom is vacuuming or my dad is having a Zoom call. This is my life. But anyway, he puts his headset on and it, it connects with the back of your scalp, like right here. I mean, I'm sure you can see right here this. Um... And the games and simulations inside of this headset uh, are are made to have messages in them. Sometimes I feel like they were hidden. At other moments, you could actually see the messages that were sent into the brain. Mom, really? <laughs> wow. Anyway. I don't know. I'm just going to continue talking like she's not there, okay? Uh, but they had little messages. I'm not going to get in technical, but the messages sent a certain signal to his brain that connected with the headset, the mind-reading headset. So he was able to make different decisions inside of this stimulation just with his mind, nothing else. And that was really cool for me to see because it's creepy. And that is exhilarating to me, but also because I'm kind of like a, I have my, what's it called? What is that? I, I don't remember. I have my theories about this, okay? Um, but I feel like virtual reality is going to go a long way. I think we're going to, I think people are going to discover mind power a lot more and connect it virtual reality and to the point where physical reality is not necessarily our reality you know like in dreams you think you're actually there right 
you can't distinguish that you're not there most of the time. Sometimes, yes, we have dreams where we know it's a dream, but, like, before my anxiety attack, I had this one dream where I got, I got bitten by a snake on my foot. Excuse my weird dream. But it happened, and when I was half awake, I could feel the pain in my foot. I could feel it. And I'm sure you've had this before, like, sometimes when I was smaller, like, things would happen in my nightmares, and I would start crying, and I would wake up, and I was, I was crying, you know, and, and that's just, it connects, your mind thinks it's real, so, what actually defines where we are, because our sub, our conscience is something that can be in places that our physical body cannot be, see, I overthink this, and so, when you're in virtual reality, are you actually there, or are you not? Not physically, but your mind is there. So are you there? It's not physical reality, but it's it's a, it's the stimulation that you are in. You are there. Like, you know, I like to think about this too much, okay? I would continually try to discuss this with myself, but I think my time is up. So I just have a feeling that... Virtual reality is going to expand to a point that we are going to be amazed by. And I'm half excited for that and half afraid because this theory person, what are those called? You know, those people who have like weird contradictual, like, contra <sighs> theorists, like the people who have theories about everything. What are they called? those people, you know, I'm kind of like that in this, like, where I feel like implanted virtual reality or something, like, when they implant Siri in your mind or something, I think they're gonna do that, because I've heard, like, I don't know, Elon Musk talk about it or something, I just feel like it all is gonna tie in with the end times, and yes, I think it, I think that the mark of the beast is gonna be something like this, and I, I don't want to get controversial about this. Like, it's totally up to you to believe this or not. I'm totally in awe of virtual reality. I really like it. I think it's cool. It's kind of like right now they don't have much on there. that But I think it's going to expand a lot. I, I'm excited about the opportunity of virtual reality. But at the same time, I think it will pose as something dangerous in the future. Um, if not, then awesome. Because I do like it. But... If it is, it's going to be a fun ride. All right, I got to go now because I got to go sweep acorns with my mom in the front yard. We have so many acorns there. So she wants us to go rake them up. Ah, excuse me. That was rude of me. Okay, I got to go, guys. Hopefully you enjoy this episode. I was supposed to talk about virtual reality more than I was supposed to talk about my anxiety attack. But my anxiety attack was just so, like, a perfect picture of what I was trying to say. How your minds can make you literally feel things that are not there. Like, imagine having a virtual reality where you think something, you can feel it with your fingers right in front of you. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Okay. I'm gonna go by.